Welcome back to The Click Down. I'm your host, Steve Beals. And today I'm being joined by a few uh, globally dispersed friends uh, for a discussion on Citrix ITSM adapter service. Uh, so I'd like to welcome Wendy, Amir, and Anton to The Click Down. Guys, hey, welcome. Good. Hey, Thank you. Great to be here. Good. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm excited for our discussion today. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you guys were able to do it. I know uh, it's early for some, later for, for others. Um, but I, uh, but I am excited for our discussion today. Um, but before we dive in, uh, let's just go around and have you guys introduce yourselves to our ClickDown audience. Thanks, Steve. Um, so my name is Wendy Gay. I'm the Global Product Specialist Director, um, and I'm based in Dublin. I've, uh, I've worked with Citrix Technologies for over 25 years, and uh, I'm really excited to be here. Hey, hello, this is Amir Trujillo. I'm a Product Specialist Engineer. I work under... Uh, Wendy's organization. Uh, I joined Citrix five, almost five years ago, and has been a great experience. And before that, I was a Citrix admin and Citrix customer, wearing that hat for another fifteen years. So, a lot of uh, fun. There are other different versions of of the product and different technologies. So, glad to be here with you guys. Yeah, great. Anton Carroll is my name. Yeah, so I'm uh, actually. Coming on now, my eighth uh, year working now in Citrix. Um, yeah, I've worked in support and lead roles in support and then customer success before moving across to the product specialist team here based in Dublin with Wendy and Amir. Awesome. So, Wendy, I, I have you beat. I'm at 26 years working with Citrix Technologies. Uh, I was just being close. Right. Uh, so, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's exciting. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. So, we've both been around the houses then, I think. That's great. That's great. That, yeah, yes, we have. Yes, we have. Um, so, so, I'm going to kick off today's discussion with really just a basic question because going into this and, and looking at the topic, it, it's something I really haven't had experience using, right? Um, and I'm sure some of our listeners are in the same boat of, hey, I've heard about this like service, uh, but what really is the Citrix ITSM service? So, if I if I'm a you know Citrix administrator you know in, in looking at this uh, you know what what really is Citrix ITMS adapter a service and what are the benefits of using it? That is a really good question, Steve. So ITSM adapter really allows Citrix and ServiceNow technologies to integrate with each other. So and what are the benefits of doing that? So I think. It really benefits both admins and end users. Um, it really empowers our end users to use self-service functionality via a virtual agent. And we'll probably go into a lot more detail later. Um, and what that will do is it will allow us to do things like resetting sessions, uh, allow end users to power manage VDIs, request desktops, and even request applications. It also then allows admins to give tailored knowledge-based articles, which are very much kind of customized for their own environments to those end users as well, and have those end users the ability to access them at their fingertips. Then from an admin side, we have the ability to reduce help desk tickets. We all know help desk tickets cost money. Um, we can use those self-service capabilities to drive down the cost of those um, self-service or those tickets. Um, and we can also then provide admins those out-of-the-box workflows to enable things like automated tasks, such as desktop deprovisioning, desktop provisioning, alerting and notifications on your Citrix infrastructure into ServiceNow. 
um, for users that are, um, and allow you to then remove those users that are no longer active in your organization and save money. I know like cost is always, you know, high on every organization's uh, list of to do's um, and we can make sure that we're not having any infrastructure available that could be powered down so we can automate those actions. Costs are definitely, I think, top of mind of everybody, especially. I think so. Um, Yeah, and it seems like it's a pretty powerful service. Um, You know, thinking about it, what you know, if if I'm an organization that today doesn't subscribe to ServiceNow, is is the ITMS, you know, ITSM adapter service something I can't use? Yeah, good question, Steve. Yeah, no, yes. So ServiceNow is required for the uh, integration with ITSM Service Adapter. Um, what I would say, however, there is a tech preview now coming out shortly now on the a new automated service uh, that allows some automation workflows to be built into other third-party applications as well. But yeah, so just watch this space on, on that one. Okay, great. And so so I, he- I heard you mention automation. Um, so... And, I, and I'm pretty sure, Amir, I've seen you working on a few things um, around automation. Um, so you know, w- w- you know that we can do for customers. So how, how does automation fit in with ITSM? ITSM? Yeah, that this automation it's becoming very popular. Especially, you know, we have to reduce management time, be more productive, and be uh, proactive. At the same time, so uh, with this automation with ServiceNow, uh, you can create your custom workflows that will allow you to save time, have a better uh, management of your resources uh, from the Citrix standpoint, and by you know doing this integration with ServiceNow and Citrix, and utilizing the workflow designer from the ServiceNow standpoint will give you access to all the APIs that we have on uh, on the ITSM service. And basically, that's that's not a limit for the Citrix administrator to create any custom workflow. So out of the box, we provide some uh, automated task that the end user is going to be able to easily adopt. And depending on the organization, uh, the customer can create a specific task, either if it's for the end user standpoint or to optimize these workflows uh, with uh, API calls, with a scheduled task, with generating reports and so forth. So automation, it's all over the place right now, especially with this new hot topic that it's the artificial intelligence and all the virtual agent stuff that we're going to be discussing in this episode. Chat, chat, GTP, uh, right? That, everything, Samir, everything. Yeah. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it, it, exactly, exactly. And I know, Amir, one thing you can do is design and decide which workflows require uh, approval or not, so you can kind of have that flexibility, also, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, having these workflows gives you the chance to say, "I know this specific task to be pre-approved, so I don't have to wait as an end user." To complete all the process, it's going to be if I want to ac- to have access to an application or a desktop, it's going to be in a matter of minutes instead of all the uh, the approval process. In the other hand, if we are managing something, some resources with high cost, we can trigger uh, 
to say this is used for I needed for this specific project is going to be for this amount of time and so forth. So that's what Wendy it's it's it's, it's the idea Wendy it's having full control over your resources either either if it's pre-approved or have to be approved on a budget basis. And the best example there, I think, is that, yeah, applications and desktops, as you mentioned, Mir, that ability to be able to go in and select because of the integration, uh, ITSM and, and ServiceNow, ServiceNow, within the admin portal, you can go in, you can select your that app, specific applications you want to make available to specific users, and you just a little tick box to make, make it available. So when they have a drop-down uh, uh, option on, on, on the end user side, that, yeah, that application yeah. Or, or desktop so, will, will and you, so relatively easy to figure Right, out. and you know what? The beauty of this is that you can utilize ITSM service in any Citrix cloud environment, either if it's on-premises or cloud. It, it's not a, a, a limitation. Uh, in one hand, you automatically have discovered your DAS environment on the Citrix cloud dashboard. And if you have an on-premises site, you can do a site aggregation on your DAS console and have full access to your uh, on-premises resources. So that's one of the benefits that we have with this integration. It's for all customers. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it definitely sounds like a powerful service. It, it, it's funny, like as I'm listening to you know to you talk about it, I just think back to the times I was in the field as a consultant and as an, uh, as an SE and. I, you know, working with customers who actually created their own systems that did exactly this, right? That that did all this automation, that they were writing it internally. Uh, I mean, and this is going back 10 years even in, in seeing some of this. To, so to see like this is a service that we are actually now, you know, integrating with ServiceNow, it, it, it's pretty neat. And just to add there, Steve, on the back of that, like once it's integrated, once that integration piece is done, these out-of-the-box workflows are, are, are good to go. They're ready. They're, you know, there's no customization of them there. For example, the, the reset session, um, that's that's all good to go from that an end user perspective. Yeah. Once they have access to the service. So, so from right, a yeah. licensing licensing perspective then on, on both Citrix side and ServiceNow side, uh, what, what's what's required? It's a great question. That's one of the questions that I that we have received a, for all our customers. It's a from a Citrix standpoint, you anything that you have on Dash Premium or Premium Plus, a ITSM adapter or is a service is is included. And from the service now standpoint, anything that comes with the orchestration feature. It's supported. Uh, we have uh, some different options, kind of uh, the integrated hub, license type, or the uh, automation engine professional. That's uh, what we have so far, that information from, from, from ServiceNow. Okay. What, what if I'm a, um, so, so you mentioned before Citrix DAS uh, in, in Citrix on-premises. If I'm just a Citrix virtual apps and desktop customer, I have an on-premises site and I'm not looking to move to DAS today. Uh, is this a service that I could still utilize? Through site aggregation, Steve, you can do a true workspace site aggregation and adding it uh, okay. in that Perfect. way. So what, what about, in, oh, go ahead, Wendy. No, yeah, you're ahead. fine. I think that's one of the good points Anton brings up there is that, 
you know, regardless of whether you're on prem or in cloud. So if we're living in that hybrid world, Steve, we can still make the best use of um, site aggregation to ensure that we're able to feed that data into ServiceNow. So while it is a cloud-based service, it absolutely supports on-premises and cloud deployments. So I think that's that's something that's really, really useful. And we see that in the POCs that we're working on as a team. There's a huge amount of uh, interest in making sure that we integrate two to three different sites within the Citrix infrastructure and feeding them into a single ServiceNow instance. So they have a single management control plane of their service now and they have multiple citrix environments feeding into that okay excellent okay it's good that's good to know that that that's uh, something that we can do um what what about interest in in this service um obviously you guys are you know dealing with and, and working with customers every day um are you seeing an increased you know interest in it and, and if so why do you think that is yeah great question and her answer is yes. Uh, lately, and thinking about this year, uh, and with all the uh, enhancement, new features that we have released for this uh, ITSM service, customers started becoming more interested of, you know what, I, I already have service now, and I have Citrix uh, licensing, so what can I do as a customer? What don't I start automating stuff, saving money, reducing the time that the help desk is uh, taking to resolve issues. And historically, uh, the first use case that the customer is asking for is the session reset. So these more interested customers are seeing more features every day with the automation uh, capabilities as well. Uh, every day we add more out of the box uh, capabilities to the to the to the product. So, yeah. because of that, I, and I, the customers are more like, "I want to try this." Go ahead, Wendy. And I think we've we've seen a forty percent increase in engagement on ITSM adapter. So, as a global team who's working across multiple Citrix customers in different segments, we're really seeing a huge uptake in our customers making use, testing it, POCing it, and engaging and delivering uh, ITSM adapter to their Citrix workforce. Excellent. So you you, you mentioned costs earlier, uh, and obviously costs are top of mind a lot. Um, you mentioned cost savings, right? So on on in the internal support side, where, where can this service help? Um, what, what exactly are like the cost yeah. savings that you know, customers can realize if they implement this service? Yeah, and I, I think that's, that is a good question. And I think you're right, it's top of mind for every uh, organization that we work with. Um, and it really comes in two different flavors. Uh, from a, a Citrix and an IT perspective, we're able to reduce the amount of help desks uh, co- uh, cases that are being logged um, and created because we're automatically able to resolve those. Um, by providing, as I said, self-service to our end users um, through their virtual agent, or you know, um, they can create a ticket in ServiceNow and it will automatically resolve the issue instantly. But on the other side, we also then have a better user experience for our end users because they're no longer having to spend time on a phone. They're no longer having to wait for an IT help desk person to get back to them to get an issue resolved to be continued working in their working day so it really increases productivity so i think not only are we reducing 
you know, support costs, but we're also improving productivity at the same time. So it's a twofold, I think, benefit. I think we've all been there, even ourselves, right? It's, uh, you know, on yeah, the other end sure of, have. you know, th- those support costs. So. <laughs> it, it, it. Well, that's it, Steve. I just, uh, just to add on that, like, I think it can take up to, what, 45 minutes, I think they say, for a ticket to get assigned, whereas, yeah. you know, with the automation piece, then you can reduce it down yeah. to about 30 seconds. So job done, effectively. Yeah, that's great. And, and just think about that. If that's a couple of times a month for an end user, that's just a few hours we're probably saving, right. depending on. Exactly. Um, Exactly. How, how yeah. much you can exactly. remember things. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put in, putting control back on them. So, you know, there, there's been a couple mentions of uh, integration, out-of-the-box features. Um, so how, how difficult is it to integrate this, this service with ServiceNow? Steve, yeah. So it, straightforward is the answer. Um, yeah. So, I mean, obviously, then once you have the certain prereqs in place, uh, either side from a licensing point of view the integration process itself is very straightforward yeah like i mean i think we say a couple of hours uh normally but um yeah no nothing 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 major very very straightforward as i said just a couple of um steps you need to perform on the service now side uh as an admin and then i'm obviously over on the, the citrix cloud portal um just just generating OAuth an OAuth connection between the two and it, yeah. it, so, yeah, is there anything specific easy. from Don't. the service now side, like from the entitlement piece that we need, or is it, you know, yeah. a, you know, again, not well, the orchestrator. orchestrator. Yeah. Yeah. The orchestrator is the main piece. I think Amir touched on it earlier on in terms of that's the, from a licensing point of view of, of service. Now I think there's the, the licensing requirement that you have access to be able to um, install okay. the, uh, the orchestrator plugin on the ServiceNow side, but on the ServiceNow side, then obviously we have that Citrix ITSM plugin. That's that's uh, again, it's just an app you download within the ServiceNow side. Um, you connect the two tenants, and uh, and that's it. That ServiceNow plugin is is there's no customization to it. As I said earlier on, out of the box flow, workflows are all built built Seems into it, ready to go. Seems like we um, should. So everyone should be doing yeah, it. Yeah, it's. it's <laughs> Yeah, no, definitely because I mean we've myself and Wendy were, were at a, a user group meeting there recently, and as I said, there was you know one of the customers came up and like he has ServiceNow in place, and, and and understanding then more about what what ITSM did, he was kind of thinking this is yeah this is something I need to configure quick. <laughs> I I always um, like those aha moments, right? Because I mean I I, I still have yeah, those, right? Yeah, moment. it's it like was. you hear something, it's like well I'm yeah, using yeah. this technology. Tech. Wait a minute, I can do this? Like I I love those. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. yeah, and it, and it impacts is that it makes a huge impact, obviously, to the user exactly. user uh, experience as well. So I think he was really kind of hooked on that as well. Uh, what 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 he can that's awesome. Give um, to them as what, well. what about on the administration side? Um, you know, obviously, there's you know some monitoring and things like that. What what sort of alerts and notifications uh, can can we provide with the uh, with the ITSM adapter service? Yeah, so again, just within the that Citrix plugin that I that I mentioned that you, you install within the ServiceNow side, you've got the four buckets, if you want to call it that. You've got ADM, Cloud Status, um, CVADs, and the other one is Amir. <laughs> Amir, what's the other one? I've got ADM. Uh-huh. Uh, I didn't say it already. So yeah, so the four buckets effectively, and they're the alerts that, that get pulled in. Um, so they're ready to go, like in that sense. And then, um, obviously, then you can have policies uh, that you can affect in terms of what alerts are pulled in. Um, 
And, and what about like reporting for like, like what end users are requesting or things like that? Like, is there is there statistics around that? There is, yeah, there is. It's actually a great feature, and again, is uh, something that came up with a customer that the question was asked: How do they look back on, um, uh, yeah, user requests or automated user requests that are coming through? There is again within that Citrix plugin, you can go in and you can select statistics. So over a monthly period, let's say, you can go in and you can take a look and see what are the specific, what are the, what's the highest um, specific user requests that are coming through. For example, like the, the common one being the, the uh, reset session. So in a pie chart, you can see then that that's the, the, the most common. Um, and again, a great visual in terms of being able to maybe look at it from a cost point of view and when you factor in that, you know, taking those requests that are coming through, let's say a frontline uh, engineer um, or a frontline help desk, um, very, very visual in that sense, but equally as well, the ability to, be able to maybe produce reports to push up into upper management to show that, you know, uh, cost savings, uh, visually as well. Yeah, I, yeah, and go ahead, Amir. Yeah, yeah, and to add a little more on, on that, uh, just think about this uh, statistics and for capacity planning, and not from an infrastructure standpoint, more for your help desk team. If you have a, a real historic number of your most common uses uh, issues, probably uh, that your end users are just calling help desk and you have your representative just resetting sessions all over the time. And they, it takes five hours a day for each a help desk representative just killing sessions. It, it, it's going to represent the cost saving if you automate this with ServiceNow and ATSM and Citrix. So that's part of the cost reduction topics that we were discussing uh, before. And with this a report a option that Antoine mentioned, it would give you all the information that what a specific user, what application it's having issues. So mm. you can prevent, be, be proactive and say, you know what, probably s some of my infrastructure, some of my workload is having issues because historically uh, it, my service is down or my customers are complaining about this specific issue. So it will give me more visibility on mm. how to have a healthy infrastructure for my end users. Because at the end of the day, uh, the most important thing is the end user experience. Yeah. And, 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 and yeah. Sorry, man. Yeah. No, I was just going to say equally as well, you can see then where the, uh, who's logging the most requests. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You don't want to be on that list, right? <laughs> no, you don't want to be on that <laughs> list. And end users can put a good yeah. word on you or complain about Citrix. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And you know that, what? That, you make that, a great that, point, Amir. Go ahead, Wendy. Sorry, Steve. Oh, apologies. I'm just going to say, I think Amir makes a great point, but just because we're automating stuff and we're automating actions, if there's trends within the environment that need to be addressed, then we can still view and see those in the reporting infrastructure and the reports that we have here. So just because we're resolving them in seconds rather than minutes and, and things like that, I think it's still really beneficial for end user experience, as Amir has said, to, to understand exactly what's happening in the environment. So, so I think that's a really good point, Amir. Makes sense. Yeah, no, it is. So, so we're, 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 we're running out of time, but I do have two more questions I want to ask you guys uh, before we have to end. Uh, first one is, 
What's the most common question that you are asked about this service? <laughs> wow. What does ITSM stand for? It's probably the first one that comes to mind. <laughs> um, yeah, IT service management is is the answer. But yeah, that probably be that's for me. That's what I, I could ask. Yeah, what does what the Citrix ITSM stand for? I don't know, Amir, Wendy, what's your? Yeah, yeah. definitely. I agree. That, it's that's a, a good one. Sure. Is, is yeah, it just keep well, keep, keep keep things simple. It's like okay. Yeah. Is, is there a feature yeah. that you guys and, like the best about it? Like, what's your favorite feature? I, you know what? I, I virtual agent that is quickly. mine. <laughs> MCS automation, virtual agent. There you go. There are so many. I like to just. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes, that's the thing. We're, we're, I mean, we're probably do another 10, 15 minutes <laughs> on that topic alone. But no, one that jumps to mind is, uh, you know, a quick one really, but it's the chatbot. Um, that's, I really like that feature when the user logs in and they can reset the session rather than kind of going click, click, click. They can do the chatbot option. Uh, equally, another another one I like as well is the ability to customize and put in um, knowledge-based articles as well within that Citrix portal as well, uh, just to sort of maybe guide guide users on, on awesome. yeah, um, some documentation there relevant stuff for that. So, they're, they're two right. that so, to mind. so my last question is, so if I'm a customer and I'm sitting here listening to this, uh, this podcast and I'm like, this sounds like the greatest thing since sliced bread. Um, how, how do I get my hands on this? And you know, who, who where, where can I go learn more? Uh, short answer, reach out your account team, the PSE organization. I don't know. Wendy. Yeah. I, I would say reach out to my manager first. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I, I think if you are a current Citrix admin, yeah. um, the ITSM adapter is a tile inside of your management studio. So absolutely go yeah. in there, check it out, you know, create mm -hmm. a trial, reach out to your account team. We do have some resources that we can share. And I think, Steve, you might do that shortly. Um, we are, yeah. With, with um, anyone who's listening. Um, but, yeah, that's what I would say is, is is check out your console, check out your account team, and ask ask for a demo. Yeah. Awesome. Just there is just to point out on YouTube there is some uh, ITSM demos so I like that that gives the uh, examples of some of those work workflows and operations reset uh, reset sessions and different things like that they're all available on YouTube as well so you can kind of get an initial flavor of it and then yeah obviously then talk to talk to awesome. one of us yeah and I think that's uh, the Citrix YouTube yeah. channel so which I'm very familiar with so that's it yeah <laughs> well guys you know thanks for joining me today I I, I really appreciate you taking time out of your day. Um, I think, you know, it's a great conversation. Obviously, you know, I, I, I'm not a everyday user of, you know, where, where I would need this, but like, I am excited to, to hear about the service, right? And, you know, it sounds like it's, it can be really powerful. Um, so, yeah. you know, if, if, if you're listening and you are interested in getting more information on the ITSM adapter service, um, one of the things that you, you can do today is you can head over to the uh, MyCUGC website uh, and check out the uh, the great presentation that Amir and Anton gave earlier this year at one of the CUGC meetings. Um, and you know, Wendy kind of dropped a little hint before, but keep keep your eyes on TechZone as well because uh, uh, Amir is working on a ITSM adapter POC guide uh, that can help you kind of get things uh, set up. Uh, so until next time, uh, this has been the Clickdown.